The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. The Secrets of Stargate, episode 145. Janet West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we gotta do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. You say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Howdy and welcome to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies and series, including SG-1, Atlantis, and more. I'm Father Corey Stika. Well, with me today are Lisa Jones. How's it going, Lisa? Hey, Father Corey. And Victor Lambs. Howdy, Victor. Hi, Father Corey. Jack, of course, is gone. I'm taking over for him today. We sent him off to figure out why SG-1 needs yet another alpha site again. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he'll be back next week, but uh, he wasn't able to be with us today. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to invite you to join our Discord server. We're having a lot of fun. I mean, we've been doing a lot of good stuff there, and we get some good questions. Um, and I hope you can join us if you haven't already. You can find us. You can find your invite at sqpn.com slash discord. And then while you're at sqpn.com, also go to sqpn.com slash merch and get your T-shirts, mugs, stickers, and so much more. Uh, go check that out. We appreciate it, those who do support us through our merchandise site. Today we're discussing Death Knell, the 16th episode of the seventh season of SG-1. In Death Knell, Major Samantha Carter and her father, Jacob Carter slash Selmak, are at the Alpha site developing a weapon against Anubis' super soldiers. The base is attacked by Anubis' forces, and Carter escapes with the prototype weapon just before the auto-destruct triggers. However, she finds herself relentlessly pursued by one of the super soldiers. Meanwhile, back on Earth, General Hammond and Jacob dis discover a disturbing truth about the Tok'ra and Jaffa alliance, adding another layer of tension to the episode. And this is thanks to Google's Bard AI. I thought we'd give it a try for this <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> so what do you think of the episode, Lisa? Um, you know, we're in season seven. We're, we're really more than halfway through and it's a lot of Stargate. And so gone are really the one-off planet of the week episodes. And so I like this one because it really takes, takes the plots that they've been developing with the, the Tok'ra, the Jaffa alliances, and it just kind of moves it forward. Um, mm -hmm. there are elements I don't love, but I really like that we've kind of seen the end of this alliance and that everyone's going to go their separate ways. Also the consequences of Selmak being so close to the humans. And, um, and then every time, every time we talk about that, there's another Gould and they dispatch them, you know, like Osiris last week and it was last week, a couple weeks ago. I can't remember yeah. now. Yeah, it was and just last the, week. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then the one on Jonas's planet, you know, it's like the, the, the Gould don't seem to be, too much of a threat anymore and so here we are here's a super soldier oh but wait carter has a way to kill them but yet so i, I like it i like that they they keep upping the ante a little bit trying to keep us going rather than um more over the top ghoul caricatures so <laughs> that was a long-winded way to say i liked it <laughs> that, that works how about you victor 
Yeah, this certainly is the 16th episode of season seven. Um, <laughs> High I mean, praise there, Victor. Yeah, it's, it's fairly paint by numbers. I mean, Death Nail in the title refers to the uh, the end of the alliance between the humans or the beginning of the end of the alliance between the humans, the Toker and Jaffa. And if we'd seen anything of value that that alliance had produced, <laughs> it might have landed a little bit. You know, the stakes weren't really there. It's all the alliance has resulted in is a lot of infighting. And that's ultimately what what ends it here. Um, otherwise, we get to explore the, uh, you know, greater Vancouver nature reserve <laughs> With Carter and the Call Warrior, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I like the uh, the flying, you know, UAV with the with the missiles on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I think I kind of fall in the middle between you. I, I like this episode, but it isn't an outstanding stellar episode. It does again. It's another plot development episode where they're developing the plot. We see these super soldiers again. We see that you know, okay, we're, we've they've figured out a weapon that can stop them off of the uh, the pro the prototype uh, sarcophagus device that that Indiana Jones, I mean Daniel, found. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we see, of course, Sam trying to hide, you know, trying to run away, evade, do anything she can to survive, and of course, she gets to be even you know a little bit of the super geek and turn the U of A's UAV's missile into a manual launched mm-hmm. rocket. Things like that. I mean, and of course, then there's the, you know, find, trying to find her and trying to, everything going on with the, the, the alliance. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely in agreement with Victor on the, the alliance part of it. it it's kind of like, okay, well, the humans, it's always the human bases that gets compromised. It's always the humans doing the work. But of course, it's always the humans' fault, too. So, yeah, exactly. Of course, I, I see it from the other angle. Like, what are they? So the the Jaffa want to want to assert themselves and be free and and have you know free all their brethren and all this stuff and yet they're constantly just waiting around to do what the humans tell them and do on their base and I'm kind of like it makes sense it mm-hmm. it makes sense for them all to split up so I have to say that they around the conference table they looked a little sad like oh no it's the end of an era and I'm like <laughs> I don't know like <laughs> yeah it yeah. kind of works. <laughs> I mean, it works for you to split up. (laughs) Yeah. And that's one of my big, so I have like three big problems with this episode, I think. And the first one is, it's like, oh no, the Jaffa are threatening to leave the Alliance. We need to send someone in there who they respect, who they have to listen to, who can change their mind. Let's send in T, no, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We have like the greatest Jaffa warrior, the greatest Jaffa rebel, Teal'c, and he doesn't go and talk to Mazel at all. They just send in Daniel who... For the last couple episodes, whenever he tries to negotiate with someone, is like just falling flat on his face. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, Daniel's out of practice after yeah. ascending. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's true. You gotta give him time to get back in the back in the but swing. Tilt's of things. right there. It's not like he's chasing after Ryak or anything. He's, you know, he's, he's well, he's, he's he's. I mean, obviously busy trying to find. Oh, that's survivors. Right. He was, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. off. He's off yeah. off world. Yeah. So I mean that 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 does make sense, and you know the the thing with the alliance that kind of annoys me is okay. So the Jaffa and the Tokra want to have their own bases. Fine. They have their own bases. That doesn't mean you get rid of the alliance. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, but, but again, it was just like, okay, it's always the Earth's alpha site or beta site is the one where they're doing everything. Yeah. So, and how many, how many alphas have we had to make? I mean, it's really poor um, security. Well, at, at least they, they, at least they had a good 
excuse why this alpha site was developed is because literally it got sucked out of Jonas's (laughs) brain. So by the mind probe. So that makes sense why they would have to say, okay, yeah, we might have to change that. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And what doesn't make sense to me, and this is the second of my big problems is why they're working on this super secret super weapon on the alpha site instead of on earth. I can kind of Mm -hmm. get like, well, if Anubis finds out about it, it's going to just destroy whatever, you know, facility is working on it. And I don't know if working on this weapon would violate, I don't know if the treaty with the Asgard and the system lords, I don't know that that's still a going concern anymore, but why would they be working on this super secret weapon on like a busy conduit for the Tok'ra and the Jaffa? Why wouldn't they work on it in the SGC is, well, is another. I suppose the idea is that because those are all the, all of them would be working on it. At least the Tok'ra and the humans would be working on it. And of course with Jacob doing it. Yeah. And in and theory, if you, if you listen to the commentary, the whole idea for this episode came because around the, uh, around that kind of pit in the nature reserve where they fil- film, mm-hmm. they had just knocked down a bunch of trees. They just done a clear. And so there were all these trees like lying everywhere. And Peter DeLuise thought, Hey, that looks like a blast crater. We should have nice. like something here get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Why so- does that not surprise me? <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't look like a blast crater. It looks yeah. like a like a gravel pit because when they when they do like show up, there's a couple of trees knocked down, but there's no like mass debris field like you would expect after mm-hmm. a self destruct. You know, with like bits of paper everywhere. Yeah, and, like you know, shards everything of metal. Got, everything got, got just evaporated. You yeah. Know? yeah, it just poof. Except, all that metal it's, it's, just evaporates, except for the tree that landed on uh, Selmec slash Jacob somehow. But, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's. I almost thought that they would say that it was a nuclear bomb by the the, the tree yeah. being knocked down and the fact there was no, almost no, uh, or there was no debris at all. They didn't even bother mm-hmm. to put like one little girder out in the, on the, the field yeah. somewhere, you know? Yeah. I mean, a Naquita, <laughs> maybe if their Naquita generator is their self-destruct. Oh, that, I don't uh, know. yeah. That yeah. Maybe it wouldn't have to be radioactive, but yeah. Yeah. It looks more like they just packed everything up and left very quickly. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's clean. Yeah. Yeah, I did like the the twist, we'll say, with the Alliance to go back there that Selmak was out of the know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was effective. That was nice. And that, that he's being, they're, they're suspecting that he's too, a little too aligned with the Tauri because of Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know, and we actually get to hear Selmak, you know. I mean, yeah. how long has it been <laughs> since we've actually had Selmak speaking instead of Jacob? That's true. Yeah, it's that, been that a was, long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that was nice for him to be like, I'm on the high council, and we can't do things at the high council, and I'm on it. And they're like, huh? About that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? <laughs> Apparently, you didn't get the memo. Oh, that's right, because we never sent it. <laughs> You're being edged out. <laughs> yeah, how many times has Hammond been like locked out of the big decisions, right, and had to fight for his way back to control of the SGC? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I liked Hammond in this though. Yeah. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he was good. I mean, he, he, a couple of points where he had to be pretty tough and a couple of times where he's just, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So it's kind of told almost in flashbacks, the episode opens and, uh, you know, uh, Sam and Jacob are working on the, the special laser device, Buck Rogers, you know, stun <laughs> beam or whatever it is. And, uh, and then they're told that they're under attack and they need to evacuate. And then we pick it up with uh sg1 except for sam so we don't see all the members of sg1 together in this episode again Mm -hmm. because uh uh for most of this 
or most of the last one, I think Sam was filming Grace or or this one mm-hmm. too. And they're they're looking for for Sam and they find Jacob and, and bring him home and patch him up. Uh, and Sam's on the run from a call warrior. And so uh, we kind of get them them split up there. Another thing I don't like in this episode is they do that thing, which I think was in the movie seven. But, you know, Sam is being chased down by the call warrior and she's mm. bleeding and she's like collapses behind a tree. And then you see the call warrior coming up on the tree and you see somebody by the tree. You're like, oh, no, Sam's really in trouble now. And then the call warrior comes around and it's a fake out. It's somebody else yep. who's dead yeah. behind the tree, not Sam. And it's like that thing where they go to like they're, the detectives are knocking on the door mm-hmm. and the serial killers on the other side of the door. But then it turns out they're on opposite sides of the town or something. Yeah. You know, so, you know it's just it's like, OK, you know, obviously, you know, uh, Peter DeLuise saw a movie where they did this and decided he wanted to put it in this episode. Not very effective storytelling. You know, it's like the tension is only building for about yeah. three seconds and then it's yeah. like cut out immediately. Well, the, the problem is the whole Sam being chased is really about five minutes worth of action at yeah. most. And most of that is at the end when she tries to blow the the, the warrior mm-hmm. up yeah, and, mm-hmm. you know, fails, just ends up burying it in the sand. You know, that's most of the action. The rest of it's her running and hiding. Which when we saw the blood and everything, you know, and he's he's following yeah. the blood, I thought... Mm-hmm. Darn, she lost. That's a lot of blood, yeah, and she's still here. like running around. And I was highly impressed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a second. She knows better than just bleed out everywhere and leave yep. a trail. So, yeah, that that faked me out for a few, few like thirty seconds. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, you know, the super soldier is one of those that's always going to find you, regardless of where you go. You, you know, even if you trick it. Like she did where she was kind of behind that bank, you know, you had the, the Sam and Frodo scene where it, it stands. <laughs> speaking of another, you know, common trope, Sam and Frodo scene where the, where the warriors right there looking around and can't find her, even though she's like three feet away, just below his feet. But, yeah. um, but even when it goes one way and she goes the other way, it still somehow circles around and finds her. Yeah, I did like the scene where they're on opposite sides of the little river there and she's mm-hmm. like finally getting a drink of water and she looks up and like the call warrior's like, hey, I know you across the river. You're <laughs> Yeah, you're I'm going to shoot you now again. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, though, they, they were with the self-destruct able to destroy one of the call warriors because they find like the little uh, hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, yeah, they find part of its armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laying there. So at least something happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Didn't find the cod piece, though. Can, yeah, the kinetic. <laughs> The kinetic impact, it's like, okay, yeah, they blew it yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, I love that it came down to Carter, you know, like, I don't say using her brain, but, you know, they shoot down the UAV near her and, and mm. you see her like run towards it, you know, and it's like, what is she doing? Of course, she's going to utilize it to try to fight back. Mm. And so I, I really like that. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Very MacGyver there. Yeah. I love the uh, the name of the missile was a purgatory missile. Oh, is it really? That's what it said on the on the missile purgatory. Not quite hellfire. Yeah. <laughs> not not as yeah. big. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's like an actual missile for their for our drones or not. I I think our drones fire bigger things than that. Yeah, right? it looked pretty small. It looked like a Fourth of July firework, but I still wouldn't want to be hit by it. No, it creates lots of lots yeah. of flame. Lots of boom. Yeah. <laughs> and at least we'll stun the 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 coal warriors. That that helped. Yeah. And um 
Yeah, so we do get a pretty cool scene of the Cull Warriors attacking the Alpha Site, although I think it would have been more effective at the beginning of the episode to show kind of what they were up against. Because mm-hmm. at this point, we already know that Sam and Jacob have survived and are out, you know, Jacob's mm-hmm. back at right. issue. So there's really no stakes for the characters there. But we do get a cool scene with like Lieutenant Expendable or whatever his name is. Yeah, exactly. Like getting <laughs> mowed down by the. So that part was pretty cool. Not for him, but. How many people they were missing. You know, where Hammond, Hammond asked how many Tokor are missing or yeah. whatever. And they yep. said like five. And he's like, well, I'm missing 64, or, you know, something. Exactly. I can't yeah. remember what the numbers were, but it was, yeah, I think it was 64, five and 64. Yeah. It was a lot of people. So yeah. I, I think, I think that was nice that they, they gave you that this was a big deal. This wasn't like they just lost one SG team. This was a lot of people. Yeah. So and- they kind of, even though they didn't show all the people, they set it up for you that way. Yeah, and the and the red shirt SG team wasn't. Yeah, know, Reynolds is still, still holding they on. They actually yeah. survived. <laughs> and what are we up to now? I think I think Hammond mentioned SG twenty. Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. 21? I think so. yeah. SG well, they keep adding them. You know, supposedly there's still a Russian team out there somewhere if they haven't been wiped out again. <laughs> Another thing I did like is so they're they're trying to reestablish, you know, SGC is trying to reestablish the Stargate to the mm-hmm. Alpha site. So then they send through a map and it isn't really clear from the video, but the map's on its side. And mm-hmm. it's because the gate has fallen over face down into the ground. And mm-hmm. so when they dial in, it scoops out a little bit there. And so they can travel yep. in, lay low in the little in the little scoop divot and then pop back up when the gate turns off. The, so the perfect foxhole. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Then it was a very cool shot too, as they're seeing it from above. Yeah, that, that's something. Obviously, we've seen it number of times before. Um, you know, the the when they're in Antarctica, or Sam and Jackson in Antarctica, and you know, was a couple other times where Tilk had to bury tunnel yeah, out days. of the hundred days. Yeah, yeah. So we've seen we've seen that before, but we don't see it very often Mm-mm. when they had to to do that. Of course, this one worked out better. It wasn't as deep, and they could actually use a ladder. And just climb yeah. out because it wasn't buried. It was just laid over. Yeah. I, I thought it was made... a nice touch rather than just coming through, you know, setting yeah. them out and coming through the gate. I, I yeah. thought it was creative, creative way to change it up a little bit. I wonder if they made Teal spin it again to get home. Yeah. They, 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 they said they didn't know if the DHD was still there yeah. or not. And then all of a sudden they're just sending people back and forth through the gate. No problem. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, must've been <laughs> yeah. there. You don't see well, that either though. They said, "Oh, we could man- we can always manually dial as long as we what, take a power, power source." Yep. So I guess that was the yeah. way they just write it off as, "Oh, no, we're not going to worry about that." <laughs> yeah, we'll just hand wave you a mitt. There's a, there's a lot of that, but yeah, it's yeah we it, it was okay. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I think my biggest problem with this episode and all of season seven, we'll just throw all of season seven under the bus, is we don't see the team together. Yeah. And we this has been I feel like it's getting worse as the season goes on. That it's it's been a common thread because we know that Richard Dean Anderson wasn't available for shooting a lot. And so they had to maximize what they could do when he was on set when he was in Vancouver. But what that did was give us a lot of the team is in different directions. And, and I miss it. I mean, that's, I think that's the core of what we love about the show is, is that team interaction. And we just, you know, you love the individual characters, but there's something about the four of them, you know, traipsing off onto a new planet. That's, Mm -hmm. 
just makes it SG one. Oh, the show is called SG one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is another two episodes in a row where Daniel doesn't even leave Earth. Yeah, at least two episodes yeah. in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So it's like, okay, uh, is he like permanently stationed on base and uh, at home instead of going off <laughs> deploying? Oh. <laughs> He's he's having to get over losing another um golden girlfriend. That's yeah. <laughs> well Actually, he, got, no, he her got her back. back. But, yeah. But he, we don't ever hear it. of her again. Maybe that's it. Maybe they were spending time together. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he was off his game. Yeah. I, I I do hate to say I mean I know that the, the point of the whole uh interviews with the Tokra and the Jaffa and all that. But if they cut all that out, you really wouldn't have missed much. If they would just had Jacob say, well, back you know, back on Earth, we need to work on this, keeping this alliance together. Well, that didn't work, you know, and that would be the end of it. <laughs> well, we got to see more Hammond than usual. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it for the Hammond parts. Yeah, he was pretty. He's been pretty, speaking of this season. He's been pretty sparse. Yeah. 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 And he's about to get more sparse, isn't he? Yep. Yep. So. Um. One thing, another thing I did like about the episode is kind of the 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 thing that they set up where Carter escapes and she doesn't have the weapon, so she can't defeat the Cull Warrior, but she does have like the the power pack for it that's needed for it mm-hmm. to yep. you know basically kill the warrior. And so um, Jack and Teal have the weapon, but not enough energy to take out the the Cull Warrior, so that they need to get together in order to uh, defeat the Cull. So it made it more than just like we're we're chasing after Sam, which they would do anyways. It was right you know, we can't kill this thing until we catch up to her and stuff. So mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. Yeah. And it was, oh, yeah. it was good when she did shoot it and it didn't die. It was just buried and, and yeah. she's standing there like, Oh, what now? And Oh wait, yeah. there's Jack and Dilk and yeah. we're going to help you. And so yeah, that was a just nice starts way lobbing to end grenades, it. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, from a completely different part of the forest or something. Cause he's not, He's not with them at that point. It just teal off to the side with a grenade launcher. Yeah, he was like on the other side <laughs> he, of the the, uh, yeah. the little quarry there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so then uh, Jack and and Sam get to hug each other because Sam's pretty tired out. And um, yeah, she was yeah. missing him after Pete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, then they had a. I, I, I did like that though. There's there's some weird camera things they did on this though that was kind of like at the end, you know, she's there with 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 Jack and Tilk is standing there guard over the dead body, and it literally looked like a freeze frame. Mm-hmm. Tilk wasn't even moving an inch; he was literally just standing there holding the weapon. And yeah, there's a couple, up. yeah, as it backed up, and there were just mm-hmm. that, and then a couple of like real close in on someone's face. I, I don't yeah. know if Peter Louise was was playing around with some of his directing styles or what, but there were some different choices made there. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, they told yeah Jack said to Teal, you know, cover cover him, you know, and so mm-hmm. Teal was taking that very seriously. Yeah, you know, just standing over while they do kind of the the you know the pullback at the end of the movie where it's like, oh, the enemy's dead. We don't really have an ending beyond this, yep. so we're just going to cut it <laughs> off right here. Yeah, exactly. Type thing. Although if you do have the DVDs when when uh uh Jack and Sam are hugging on the there's a director's feature where they have some behind the scenes thing and and on that uh, uh while they're while they're sitting there uh Amanda Tapping just like leans over and gives Richard Dean Anderson a big kiss on the lips and he's quite flummoxed and <laughs> by that so <laughs> if if you are still shipping Sam and Jack check out the DVDs because 
<laughs> I've got the DVDs. I've never watched that. Now I have to go watch it. Now you're going to go watch it. It's special features. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just remember when this came out and after last week being Chimera. Last week was Chimera, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you've got Pete and all that icky gooeyness. And then, and then you get to the end, you know, and the last time Carter was missing and Grace, Jack was like, what? Oh, do we care? No. Okay. <laughs> and so this time, at least he cares and he's like trying to find her, even if it was really about the Cold Warrior or whatever, but he was trying to find her. And then, and then, it, and then he says, you ready to go? And she's like, I just need a minute. And he sits down next to her and she puts her head on his shoulder. I remember being very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. After all the Pete stuff. Like, but then okay. Pete comes back. And- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not for a couple episodes, though. Yeah. yeah. Get a reprieve. <laughs> and and nobody dies for the next couple episodes, too. So that's always uh, nice, too. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Spoilers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, uh, I'm like, Victor, surely you remember what's next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I looked at my DVD yeah. menu and went, oh, huh. that's next. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about that at the end. We'll, we'll bring our tissues next week. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to worry about that now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right now, is there, you know, one, one last, last thing I, you know, I have just thought of is, you know, they do have, I like the, the, where they're having the, the conversation between the Jaffa warrior and uh, the uh, Tokra, where um, the Tokra says, you know, millions of our symbiotes and our beloved mm-hmm. queen went into the Stratonin. You know, we sacrificed for this, mm-hmm. you know, for you to have the freedom. You know, and I, th- I thought that was actually a nice, nice point, though. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it's just like, well, we don't care. We're still going to go away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the Tokra have a good point. It's that, you know, they're not making any more new Tokra mm-hmm. because their queen's dead. So, uh, you mm-hmm. know, recruiting Ghoul is kind of out of the question. And the Jaffa have a good point, too. It's like, we're just coming out of, you know, tens of thousands of years of slavery under the gold. And we kind of want to know what it feels like to actually be free and not taking orders from right. people. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see where they're coming from uh, there. Yeah. And that's why I said when they, when they go through all of that, you're like, yeah, of course go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this was a weird alliance to begin with and nobody <laughs> really trusted each other. And so, okay, you can still help each other, mm-hmm. but yes, go and, be independent. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. The, the, the point of the alliance. The alliance didn't need to be a common base. They could mm-hmm. have had separate bases and still been in an alliance. But yeah. Oh well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, are there I- any alternate uh, titles yeah. for this one? As, as they say in in French, uh, it was la fin de la union, the end of the union. Mm. Um, in uh, in Spanish, uh, talk de defuntos which is the ring of the dead mm. so i maybe the ring was the blast crater the blast or something radius, yeah. yeah and then in german bolte de todas bolte des todas which is a uh, messenger of death oh cool. yeah huh. that's kind in, of a very poetic for german <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i i don't know if <laughs> they were kind of bored with this episode too <laughs> coming up with titles that were more interesting than the Actual episode. Well, well Messenger of Death, uh, yeah. Death Knell. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That works. Yeah. Well, anything else you guys point. have for this one? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I don't. We, we, we stretched it pretty <laughs> yeah. good, so yeah. I, I think we're... 
I I did like about Carter asking Jacob about his coffee. Yes. About you. Yeah. You're like, you're grumpy. You've not had your coffee yet. And he said, I gave oh, up man. coffee. So Mike doesn't like coffee. Yeah. And the look on Carter's face, you gave up coffee for your, your symbiote. And I'm thinking he gave up his body and yeah. like, I mean, this whole, yeah. and you're shocked about the coffee. Th- like that was funny. I'm, I'm sure Jacob <laughs> had to hear about it from Selmac though. Yeah. And however they internally monologue, you know, or dialogue. <laughs> It would have been funny if there was like a scene where like Jacob's like trying to get the coffee and Selmac keeps like trying to pull his arm yeah, away. Yeah. He's like, no. he's holding the coffee to him and then he goes like this and no. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I think at the beginning we did get a little, we haven't seen Jacob since Grace, right? Mm-hmm. So this was yeah. kind of Jacob and Carter's chance to have a real conversation versus her imaginary mental conversation with her dad. So I, I like that. I, I always like seeing them together. So. Yeah. And then he says, I'm not going to be around that much anymore. Yeah. And I was like, how, how much has he been around? I mean, he's, I mean, he's been around a lot this season, but yeah. maybe he'll be around even less frequently. Yeah, he's been kind of hit or miss. Yeah. yeah he's, he, well, I mean, don't me spoil it. He's, he's really not going to be around much longer. Yeah. I don't remember this. So I'll have to yeah. probably when so. he's, when he joins the cast of house or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> house MD. <laughs> Yeah, we were going to see the demise of Thelmac slash Jacob soon. Well, on that note, <laughs> we have some feedback. We got a couple, of, couple of pieces of feedback uh, to discuss here today. Uh, first one comes from Ray. He says, Dear Stargate SQPN crew, thank you for creating the weekly show on Stargate. My young adult daughter recently bought seasons two through five at a secondhand store, and my wife and I have been watching an episode two with her almost nightly. As part of our routine while she's cooking dinner and I'm playing on the computer, We'll listen to the corresponding podcast about that episode that you've produced. It has made the whole experience more enjoyable on this, our third run through of the TV series. I especially appreciate that the shows are clean and upbeat as well as honest. May God bless you all. I am sincerely your brother in Christ, Ray. Well, thank you, Ray, for the, for the, uh, the great words. Thank you for the, the praise. We appreciate that you listen to us on a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after, with the show. That's, that's what we hope people do. That's what we want people to do. Yeah. We want people to watch with us. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I love yeah. the multi generation watching together. That's what yep. I do with my young adults. So yep. And third third time through, that's great. Yeah. That's about where I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I I think I am too, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna that's... comment on how many times. <laughs> <laughs> Way more than that. <laughs> that works. <laughs> And then our, our other feedback, we don't, don't, it's no name is all it shows up on the email, but whoever you are, we thank you for your feedback either way. I don't know how he says, I don't know how you want to, he or she says, I don't know how you want to do this when you get to Stargate Atlantis, which is soon, we're almost there. But is there any way you could do two episodes at a time, one from SG1 and one from Atlantis? Now, Dom responded to this person uh, directly, but I want to bring this one up as well to kind of let people know what we are planning because we aren't that far away we're maybe month and a half two months away uh we're planning on doing uh one episode a week like we do now and then we're going to alternate between them so i think it's after the the you know the the season opener for season eight of sg1 and then we'll jump over to atlantis and start back and forth that way so then you'll get one each week and we'll be able to kind of keep those running so Mm-hmm. And I've got my my DVDs or or my Blu-rays of the season of, of all all five seasons of Atlantis. They're on the way. Amazon is my ordering. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't, I don't, I've come to the point. I don't trust the streaming services to actually do things Yeah. anymore. Yeah. Start hitting up our local disc replays around here and see uh, <laughs> if they have any used copies. I bet you can find them. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I wish we could do it. To, I, I wish we could do both every week, but yep. just scheduling wise, because we have yeah. other things going on in our lives. <laughs> Yeah, a little too difficult, but I really yeah. wish we could. That would be a lot. Yeah, of fun. I wish I wish we could too. But like Don pointed out, we we just don't have the resources for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, volunteers to help out, we'd be glad to have them, but we just don't have the resources for it. So right at this time, appreciate the enthusiasm though. And the yes. oh, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Well, as we conclude, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Jim W, Lucas C, Stephanie D, Mark T, and Theo V. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate and all the great shows here at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I mean YouTube Music, RIP Google Podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts, or other great podcast apps. We're also on YouTube at youtube.com slash Media. Share the shows. If you enjoy what we're doing here, you enjoy following along with with us as we watch through the Stargate series, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your dog. I hope you're already sharing <laughs> it with your dog. Uh, to find previous episodes of The Secrets of Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Stargate. Our email for feed, feedback is stargate at sqpn.com. You can follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash Media. And on the social media network known as, formerly known as Twitter, at SQPN. We'll be back next time when we'll be discussing Heroes, the next episode of SG-1. And if you've been through the series, you know why that is a significant two-parter. Until then, Lisa Jones, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thanks, Father Corey. Victor Lambs, thank you as well. Thanks, Father Corey, and we'll jump off that bridge when we come to it. And once again, I'm Father Cory Stika. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? Here's another show on the StarQuest network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Technology. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash technology.